Come behind the curtain and follow private investigator Sheila Waisaki for Season 6, Defamation or Truth, in the matter of Christian Andriacchio. In the last episode, you heard Jed Miller's under oath testimony in his deposition answered the question, whose idea was the lawsuit? Jet Miller also brought up different names. To clarify, the names were Frankie Wagner, Whitley Goodman's uncle, Eddie and Jan Miller, Jet's parents, and Judy Wing, Jet's grandmother. In this episode, you will hear Jet Miller's under oath testimony in his deposition about gun night, who was there, what happened, and what didn't happen. For those who need a refresher, season two of Without Warning is the Christian Andriacchio story. We are now on the record, and this begins the videotape deposition of Jet Miller. Today is Tuesday, May 25th, 2021. And the time is approximately 9.02. Will all council present please state their appearance and whom they represent? Seth Hunter on behalf of Jet Miller. Jay Atkins on behalf of the Andrakios. Mark Figman on behalf of Tenderfoot TV, Donald Albright, and uh, Payne Lindsay. Uh, Rick Berry on behalf of Ray and Todd Andrakio. Donna Meehan on behalf of Without Warning. Henry Laird on behalf of the Black Mountain Media Defendants. Bill May on behalf of the Andrakios. Mr. Miller, if I could get you to raise your right hand, please, so I can swear you in. Do you swear and or affirm that the testimony and statements you're about to give will be the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God? Yes. Hey, Bill, before we get started, can we identify everybody in the room with us today? Yes, we can. Uh, in addition to counsel, Sheila Watsaki is present, along with Ray Andracchio. Anybody else? Yeah. I'm sorry. Has Matt Wilson said if he is coming or not? I just don't know. We're missing a lawyer. We're missing somebody. Somebody have his contact number to reach out to him? Yeah, let's go off the record. We are back on the record at approximately 904. Bill, if you don't mind before we start, I'm not sure you expect me to ask me that previously. Sure. Uh, As I stated, I represent Jet Miller. My name is Seth Hunter. Mr. Miller is going to assert his rights and privileges pursuant to the Fifth Amendment to the U.S. Constitution, Article 3, Section 26 of the Mississippi Constitution, and he's going to object to responding to the discovery in this case, including giving a deposition due to the criminal process that's been wrongfully driven by the Andriacchio defendants, and as set forth more fully in the pending motion to stay case, pending conclusion of criminal proceedings, or alternatively for protective order. However, we are here today, and without waiving the objection I just made, Mr. Miller is prepared to give testimony today. Uh, I would ask that uh, we stipulate as to the objections in the deposition uh, that they be given their loudest form only, uh, unless there is an objection that, that may call for uh, additional, I guess, speaking, uh, and that we don't waive any objections uh, in this case, in this deposition. Your testimony here today, Jed, um, is that 
your belief is that Christian Androcchio committed suicide and that Whitley, you, Matt, Dylan, nobody had anything to do with his death. Um, today, right now? Yes, sir. Yeah, it was definitely a suicide. Have you read the, in the AG's opinion, uh, AG's records, or any other law enforcement records, anything that concerned you about the way the body was found, about what Whitley's versions of what happened were and whether they changed? Are you concerned about any of that? Um, no, sir. I, I mean, some people might find it kind of strange how the body was, but it says multiple times in the AG report. Suicide, suicide, suicide. Okay, so that's, to you, that's the end all, right? Yes or no? Yes, sir. In your 10 conversations with Whitley that you filed this lawsuit about, have you asked her anything about whether her version of what happened has changed or if she gave different accounts of what happened? I've just heard she was asleep. That's what she told me. I never... She told somebody something different saying have i heard if, if she told somebody something different than i haven't she, heard stop let me, let me finish my let question. Me the question out and then you can answer the question she told you she was asleep that's what you're saying she's told you that's what i said earlier and she's never told you anything different right no sir that's your testimony correct okay if she told other people something different would that concern you how, how would i know what, 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 what she told other people well, I'm just asking you, hypothetically, if she gave a different version to other people about what happened, would that concern you being in a lawsuit with her? Objection. Yeah, but I mean, sure, anything. I mean, yeah, you could say that, but how can you just make something up and say, and say what you're saying? Well, I'm not making anything up. I'm asking you, though, if you found out that she gave a different version of what occurred in regard to Christian's death, would that concern you being in this lawsuit with her? Objection. Improper hypothetical. Facts not in evidence. Uh, I mean, it depends on what, what, what was said and what was... Well, did Matt tell you she gave her him a bunch of different versions of what happened? He didn't, didn't say. He didn't tell you that Whitley told him different I'm versions? I'm sure it was the same thing as... She was asleep, because I don't remember what he told me that she, her version of it was today. Okay. So as we sit here today, you're not aware of whether Matt has ever said that Whitley told him different things about what happened? No, sir. If, in fact, she had told your cousin different versions of what happened, would that concern you about being in this lawsuit with her? I mean, if that would have happened, maybe sure, but... It probably didn't, and I'm not aware. Right. That's fair. Did you know Christian Andracchio before he died? Of him. Had you met him? I want to say no, never met him face to face, no. Never been in his company or presence? Uh, maybe when you were younger playing baseball or something, but mm, never, nothing. 
Not like in the in the same room or something, no. Were you familiar with Whitley before Christian's death? Of her. Never met her either? Mm-mm. That's her. Had you ever met Dylan Swearingen? Maybe a time or two. When did you meet Dylan and how did you know him? Maybe just through another friend, uh, I guess. Were you with Whitley the night before Christian's death? Um, yes. So you had met her? That was the first time. Tell me about that. When I met her? How, how and when did you first meet Whitley Goodman? Her and my cousin Matt came to my house and we were just at my house and that's the first time I met her. All right. The day that Christian died, which was February the 26th of 2014, obviously the previous day was February the 26th. 5th of 2014, and that's the day that you say you first met Whitley Goodman. Yes. Correct? Yes. Right. I want you to tell me as best you remember about your day on the 25th of February. Just take your day from when you woke up and take me through that day. This is the day before Christian's death. I'm sure, I'm sure I was at work. <clears throat> um, when I woke up, I went to work. I'm not sure um, hourly, but I guess I went, got off of work, um, probably right about afternoon, and I guess either I put the stuff I used in the greenhouse, which was at my grandmother's, or my house, which the barn down there is um, where we put it. That's how the tools that we use for the, the job. And put them up, I guess, take a shower and eat something. And um, it's probably about night by then. And I guess that's when um, people are starting to come over. People as in who? Um, the people that were there. The Matt and Whitley and Zach Tan. Anybody else? Um, I think Chelsea, Garrett, and Megan uh, Henderson was there too. Did they all come together or separate? Um, I think they come separate. Different cars, each one? Um, maybe two girls at the end probably came together, and I'm sure Zach drove separate, and Matt and Willie came together. 
And whose vehicle were Matt and Whitley? I'm sure it's trap. What time that evening on the 25th of February did they arrive at your house? I'm not sure exact time, just uh, sometime that night. Eight, nine, ten. Give me your best judgment, your best recollection. Nine. Nine o'clock or so? Nine. So nine o'clock more or less that evening, Matt, Whitley, Zach, Chelsea, and Megan came to your house. Correct. Had you invited them to come? Yeah. How did you invite them? Uh, I guess by phone. The only way you could, right then. Text them or call them? I'm not sure. One or the other. So why were you inviting them to come over to your house? To hang out, because we were friends. Did you text Whitley Goodman to come over? Definitely not. I didn't know him to text her. All right. Tell me about Zach Tab, please, sir. Um, he's just a friend since elementary school. Um, his, we played sports together all my life, and that's who I went and worked on the pipeline with and back in 2015 or 16. And is still currently working with the pipeline. And where was he living back in 2014 when y'all all gathered at your house? Um, maybe his mother's house, which is like... Is he your age? Um, he's a year older than me. And he's working on the pipeline right now, still? Correct. Do you know his telephone number? Um, yes, I do, yeah. And your recollection is that you text all of them, including Zach, to come over to your house to hang out that night? Except for Whitley. Except for Whitley. Yes. Okay. All right, Chelsea Garrett. Tell me about Chelsea. She was my girlfriend at the time. Um, she went northeast, and she's year older than me. And I don't talk to her anymore. Y'all were dating at the time. Correct. Did you text Chelsea? Um, I'm sure we were talking already anyway, but I'm not sure. She went to northeast Lauderdale High School. <clears throat> what does she do? Um, she lives in, like, Colorado now. I'm not sure. I don't know if she works at American Eagle in Colorado or something. I'm not sure. And then Megan Henderson? Correct. Tell me about Megan. Um, she went northeast also. She's probably a year or two younger than me, which would be three younger than her, Chelsea. Um, she also lives in Colorado and works at American Eagle. Do you have their contact numbers? Uh, I could get it. Would you provide that, like the other numbers, to your lawyer for us? Yes, sir. Thank you. When you invited them over to your place, did you tell them you had marijuana? Probably not, no. So they weren't coming over with the understanding from you that there was some weed to smoke? I'm they sure they had their own. Okay. Did you supply them that night with anything to smoke? Not that I remember, no. 
How about Matt and Whitley? Did they come with marijuana? Um, me, Matt, and Matt, I'm sure, but I don't remember. Chelsea and Megan, did they come with their own marijuana? I don't think so. Did they smoke while y'all were there? I'm sure. All of you smoked. How long were they there that night? Who? All of them. I mean, a couple of hours and started tapering off to Zach was all one left. Give me your recollection as to how that evening went. Did they all come pretty close to the same time? Did they arrive far apart? What? What? How did they all get there? From what I remember, I said Megan and Chessie are there, and Zach comes. Whitley and Matt come later, the last, uh, later that night. And as they get there, Chessie and Megan are leaving. And that's when we start to go, to go driving. And Hold the phone on that. All right. Let me back you up. So Chelsea and Megan, you think, stayed for a while, and then they're getting ready to leave before Whitley and Matt even get there. Um, it's about the time they showed up, that's when they were leaving. All right. Yes. Did you tell Whitley, I'm sorry, did you tell Chelsea and Megan that Matt and Whitley were coming over? I'm sure I did. Was there any conversation before they got there about Whitley Goodman? Did they know her? Um, I don't think so, because they went to opposite schools and we didn't talk to her. Did you know anything about Whitley Goodman? Had you heard anything about Whitley that, before that night? Sorry. Um, so that she went to Clarkdale. Other than that, no. You didn't know anything about her personally? No, sir. Had never heard anything about her as an individual? No, sir. And for Megan and Chelsea, did they make any comment about Whitley when you said that she was coming over with Matt? No, sir. So was there a point where all five of you were there together? Um, I don't really remember, but maybe right whenever um, they first got there, maybe. It could have, could happen, but... Were you inside or outside the house when y'all were all together? Maybe both. What was the weather like? Calm. Cold? Calm. Was it cold? Not that I remember. Was it... Wasn't rainy? No, it was... All right. Did smoke marijuana? Um... I don't remember Whitley smoking anything, but... When y'all did smoke marijuana, were you inside your house or outside your house? Definitely outside. Um, yeah, but I don't remember y'all just smoking because I don't remember Whitley smoking. Right. So, how long would you say that Whitley and Megan stayed at your house that evening. Chelsea and Megan? I'm sorry, yes, Chelsea um, Megan. From when I first got there, maybe five or six hours. All right, and how long would you say that Zach stayed at your house that evening? Mm, maybe 12, 15 hours. 
He stayed all night? Yes. Okay. How long would you say Whitley and Matt stayed at your house that evening? Um, five, about seven hours. If that, five hours. Not, not too long. Well, let's, let's do it a different way. All right. What time would you say Whitley and Matt left your house after y'all had done everything you did that night? Um, probably after midnight, two, three. At what point did, well, strike that, sorry. What else did y'all do that night? Um, we rode around to a dirt road and drank beer. Rode around in whose vehicle? Mine. When you say you rode around on a dirt road, do you live on a dirt road? I do not. You live on what road? Um. All right. And so you got in... Your vehicle? Yes, sir. My, um, Who got in your vehicle? Me, Zach, and Matt, and Whitley got in the back. You have a... It's like, a, cab it's like extended cab, I think. Extended cab. Yes, sir. I think that's Zach what Zach rides up front with you, and Whitley and Matt get in the back. Correct. Right? Yes, sir. All right. And you're driving. Mm-hmm. And y'all left your house and went where? Um, to a little dirt road down the road. What's the name of the dirt road down the road? Hayes Road. And it's how far from your house? Mm, I'd say three miles. It's not far at all. So you turn off of Hayes, onto Hayes Road, then where do you go? Driving on to Hayes Road. Yes, That's where we stay there the whole time. <clears throat> How far did you travel on Hayes Road? Um, I'd say not even a mile. Just down there and turned around and sat there for a while. Where on Hayes Road did you turn around and sit there? Um, it's about halfway down it. Are there any houses in the neighborhood? No houses on Hayes Road. Why did you go down Hayes Road that evening? Because um, uh, we just do it all the time. It's just a regular road. We go down and hang out. And don't get in trouble. Well, I mean, you're at your house, so you're not going to get in trouble at your house. Yeah, I understand. I'm just curious why you felt like you wanted to leave your house and drive and go down a dirt road. Because we were kids, and we'd done it all the time, and that's what we wanted to do. Okay. That's fair. While you're there, what would you, what do y'all do when you're stopped on Hayes Road? Listening to music. And drinking and shooting guns. And what are y'all drinking? Probably Miller Lite. Do you know how many Miller Lights you had that evening? I do not. Do you know how many Matt had that evening? He didn't drink. How about Whitley? I don't remember her drinking at all. How about Zach? He would drink probably two and have the same beer all night. You and Zach were the only two drinking that night. Correct. And you said something about shooting? Yes. Tell me about that. Um, we shot my 40 caliber pistol. Um, I'm sure I shot it first. Um, probably like six, maybe it was a compact, so probably like six bullets to a clip. And uh, I finished that one, and I'm sure Zach did. 
And then Matt shot it, and then Whitley shot it a couple of times. And then we made our way back to the house. You seem to have some real specific recollection about who shot how much. Okay. Why is that? Because that's what happened. Okay. So your testimony is that it was your pistol, which was a forty caliber pistol. <coughs> Correct. And you had six bullets to a clip, and you shot one clip. Mm -hmm. Did you? Yes or no? Correct. Yes. Did you shoot more than one clip? Yes, I'm sure. Personally. Uh, after they got done, with it, yeah, I did. Well, who shot when in what sequence? I said the sequence just a second ago. Right, you shot first. You shot a clip, mm -hmm. six bullets. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Zach probably did a clip, and then Matt and Harry probably shared one. From what I remember. What are y'all shooting at? Um, the air. Not shooting at anything other than up in the air? No. Maybe a can. Well, that's what I'm trying to ask. <laughs> what did you shoot at? I mean, if they hit the can, um, uh, the can. Where was the can set up? Uh, straight in front of us. Did you go put a can in the road or on a fence? What was it? Just uh, like probably on a, on a limb sticking out. And as we sit here today, you're testifying under oath that you specifically remember Whitley Goodman shooting your pistol. Yes. Have you ever told anyone something different? No. Have you ever talked to Matt about whether or not he remembered whether Whitley shot the pistol? Um, I don't recall. If Matt said more than once that Whitley did not shoot your gun. Is he wrong? Is he telling me this? I'm asking you, if Matt Miller said more than once that Whitley Goodman never shot your gun that night, is he wrong? I don't know if he's telling me that, but uh, no, he's not wrong because I said she shot the gun from all along and that's what happened and that's never changed. That's what happened. If Whitley said anything inconsistent with whether she did or didn't shoot the gun, would that concern you? Subjectable. Um, no, I don't know if she said it, but no. Had you ever shot with Matt? your pistol before that night? I'm sure. Yes, sir. Did he have his own pistol or did he always use yours? He didn't have his own. How about Zach? Yeah, he's, he's got a couple of them. Did he have one with him that night? Um, we didn't shoot his, I don't think. Um, probably not, no. Do you remember Whitley saying anything about whether she had ever shot a gun before? Um... I don't remember, but I'm pretty sure that was probably the first time she ever shot one, or close to it. That night, you think, was the first time she may have ever shot a gun? Maybe, I think, but I'm not sure, because oh, being a girl, and from just from me, from what I remember, that was around the first time shooting a gun. So your recollection is she acted like somebody who's never shot a gun before, correct? Yes, sir.
Did she ever get out of the truck? Um, yes. Do you remember Matt shielding her ears from the sound of the gun? Yes. Do you remember her saying she did not want to shoot the gun and she never did shoot the gun? Because mm -hmm. I didn't make her do it if she didn't want to do it. y'all take any pictures or videos of y'all shooting the gun that night? Not that I remember, no, sir. In your reading of the Attorney General's report, did you read in the report the matters that are written regarding whether Whitley had gun residue on her hand after Christian's death? I read that. I read that, yeah. It was yeah. particles. Yeah. yeah. So you realize that, that was a significant... Objective form mischaracterization was in the report. Whether or not she did or didn't have gun residue on her hand was an important part of the investigation, right? Objection. You're asking for opinion testimony now at this point. You can answer if you know. I understand that, and gun residue is easy to get. I could go to my house and shoot guns and come back here and shake your hand, and you can get it on your hands. Well, the reason I'm mentioning it is, since it is a pretty significant question that was posed, uh, have you ever talked to Matt about whether he is confident that Whitley shot the gun that night? Uh, yeah. And what did he say? He's, yeah. I mean, Testimonies of Matt has always told you that he remembers Whitley shooting the gun. Um, from what I remember, yeah. That's what he's always said. Have you read anywhere that he said something different to others? I did. Um, on the crime watch, I guess crime watch daily, uh, he told her that she didn't shoot the gun. Yeah. So since you've learned that, have you said, what's up, dude? Learned, um, <laughs> that he said that. Have you ever said, what's up with that? I'm sure I have, yeah. What did he say? Uh, don't really remember what he said, but, um, I knew it wasn't true, so, yeah, whatever, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't really think much of it, honestly, I mean, Why'd you file this lawsuit, Jeff? Because, uh, they're trying to make me out to be somebody I'm not. Okay. Did Whitley tell you why she filed the lawsuit? Same thing. You agree it's important that Whitley's version of what happened to Christian Andriacchio needs to prevail for y'all to win this lawsuit, right? What do you form? You're asking for legal conclusions. What are you saying now? What Whitley says happened to Christian needs to be what I'm, is proven for you guys to prevail on this lawsuit. You I'm not. Objection. You're asking legal conclusions. I'm not worried about that. Not, well, you're not going to win the lawsuit if it turns yeah, well, out to have something to do with his death. Is okay, it? yeah. yeah. Don't answer that question. Are you concerned that if something that Whitley has said that's inconsistent with what happened to Christian, it could impact your lawsuit? No, sir. How we doing on time, y'all? Yeah. I don't know.
go off for just a minute. We are off the record. Join me this season as I take you behind the curtain of the $47 million lawsuit that Jet Miller and Whitley Goodman brought against myself, the Andreacchio family, and other podcasters. You will hear the truth as I take you inside the lawsuit, beginning from the initial call from Ray Andreacchio. You will hear from my attorney, Mike Simmons, who represented me in the lawsuit. You will hear Jet Miller himself as I play actual audio from his deposition. I will take you into the good, the bad, and the ugly, exposing emotionally charged emails. The curtain will open on defamation or truth in the matter of Christian Andriacchio. If you know anything at all, call 1-888-599-0008 or email tips at sheilawysaki.com.